Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hanging Shafts podcast, starring that Toby Maguire guy. Uh, Petey, who was a YouTuber. Colin Jost. The little scrubbing bubbles brush guy. The Taco Bell Chihuahua. And your hosts, Matt Shaver and Michael Pavlin. And then we come out of the little door and then we walk down the stage and everyone's like, Woo yeah, woo. You know? It's like overextended applause. How how I feel like we should walk out of a very small door. A Maybe it should look door. like a, a mouse's door. Yeah, you know you know what I had in mind that uh it's like that um in Alice in Wonderland where she keeps opening doors and every time she opens a door it just gets smaller. There's a smaller door behind it. You know, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. That's I think of I that. I also think of the uh, uh, shit. It was some old cartoon where he just keeps on opening doors and it's just another door. Imagine if we co-hosted SNL and we went out to do like a joint monologue or whatever and the applause sign just got stuck on applause. <laughs> I mean, we... For like, for the full four minutes or whatever that the monologue spoke to, supposed to be. We just had to shout through our monologue over the applause. We're like, say, Mike. We're like doing whatever hack Abbott and Costello type bit we've put together. Say, Mike, what happened to the guy who went to the cross? And everyone's just like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. this week, a 9.1 tsunami crashed into the coast of Japan. Yeah. Nuclear reactors <laughs> were completely fried. Yeah, and the like... entire country is in threat of being <laughs> wasted away off the face of the earth. <sighs> 150 people were killed in floods in Germany. And the audience is just like, yeah! They get more and more intense, like the scene from Family Guy where the one lady gives birth and then she starts swinging the umbilical cord around her head. That might be my favorite Family Guy scene of all time. Just from, like, the top of my head, I just love that Family Guy scene. I laugh out loud, I think, every time. That and They have so many good ones. Yeah, that's so true. That and the your uh, married life is over, that is... Very relevant oh, the to today's oh, age, yeah. yes, and oh, just yeah. so hilarious. <laughs> goodbye, friends. Goodbye, free time. Goodbye, money. <laughs> Good goodbye, money. That was always a great one. Free I think um, one of my favorite, the, or one of my one of the earliest Family Guy bits I remember that I remember just dying the entire time was when he, for some reason, has a dead frog in a shoebox. Huh, and he tries yeah. to throw it out the window. Do you remember That's, that one? Yeah, of course. You love that one so <laughs> fucking much. How could I forget it? And it's just, it's just like gooey. And he's trying to pick it up between the box and the lid. And it keeps slipping out. And it goes on. It probably goes on for like a solid minute. And yeah. I just remember watching the entire thing and dying nonstop. I was just like, because they got the sound right. They got the motion. I'd seen dead frogs before. You know, they got, they got the motion of it right. It was animated perfectly. It was incredible. So. Yes, yes, that is a A plus job by the animation crew. Just absolutely killing. Yeah, 
shout out to the you know the writing staff at Family Guy for and South Park for that matter for basically making every episode funnier than an entire recent season of most shows on TV. So, yes, and consistently funny. That's extremely hard to have a consistently funny. Oh yeah, TV show that might be the hardest. Very part. hard. People don't talk oh, about yeah. that often enough. No, it's very. I mean, we can kind of see it with Dave now. Dude, Dave that's on exactly FX. What I was thinking. Yeah, it's like first season was great. You know, I think a lot of the shows or a lot of the episodes hit above their belt as far as kind of what people were expecting coming in. Mm-hmm. But they blew the first season out of the water. And now in season two, they brought in all these new writers and things are changing up a bit. And it's kind of like, ah, some of the episodes are okay, but they don't really like get you super excited. Exactly. You're kind of just like yeah. walking through the motions of watching the show because you're waiting for it to get better. So you just keep on watching it. But episode six was, I like, I thought that was a pretty funny episode where he's like texting with Doja Cat. Yeah. That one, I, that one was pretty good. That one was yeah. good. So there's been a couple, but yeah, 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 yeah. Not all hope is lost. No, I still have hope. I mean, basically any episode that he writes, that that uh dave bird actually writes it seems to be pretty good so mm-hmm. if you haven't watched that show yet check it out especially the first season the first season is uh is awesome yeah definitely stellar definitely stellar so mike and i can't see each other right now because we are having internet issues i guess you could call it i, I am currently there. back at my childhood home in cleveland yeah, have you ever, like, well, this is literally just a thought that I literally just had. Have you thought of where we're recording literally. from for each of our respective spots and just how kind of... It's very sad. Yeah, it was, I don't to, know, to sad, paint a picture, embarrassing. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, it's... a lot of words it's, you use. If, thank God this is listened to by 500,000 people, because if it wasn't, then this would be borderline pathetic. Yeah, exactly. But to paint a picture for you guys... Mike is in a, why don't you describe it, Mike? A converted garage, if you will? Uh, yes, that would be exactly true. Imagine uh, redoing your basement, but in the absolute bare necessity way possible. Pretty much you just put a floor in um, <laughs> and like spackle the walls. And that was done in a garage and it's a two-door garage. And that's now my bedroom. I do have good ventilation though. That is true. The only thing that's a little bit of a concern that um i guess is blatantly obvious but i was somehow wondering what was going on is it gets pretty hot during the daytime and pretty cold during the nighttime <laughs> but you know i live in a garage so yeah. that's gonna happen when you live in a yeah garage. you're gonna get good ventilation and airflow when you live in a room where one of the four walls can retract up into the ceiling you know yeah that's, that's only kind of the one I don't know. It's got its pros and cons that I literally have a massive door as one of my walls that could just go up and down. You know, if I if the house catches on fire and I'm pretty much golden, uh, I think. But, you know, if I bring a girl back, we could go into the room in a pretty cool way. Um, Check this out. Beep. She just walks away as it's still pathway. going up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I would totally expect her to just get back in the Uber. Yeah. She's a yeah, respectable woman. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, wait, it's almost. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, all and, my shit uh, just falling down that I just pressed too far. Everything you have taped to the wall. The other thing that I found out, too, in the past couple days, um, there's a pretty large hornet as, uh, infestation outside Jesus the front Christ. door. Oh and I God. think that they're getting in to my bedroom through the gaps in the garage door 
I've killed like <laughs> three just, hornets. Just, you remember yeah. when you told me you were moving into a garage months ago and I literally said, dude, what about all the bugs? I didn't think about airborne bugs. I didn't think about oh, I didn't think about <laughs> hornets. I can tell you that much. I wasn't expecting hornets to be a you're living a in a zoo exhibit. <laughs> Pretty much, yes, yes. I think they I have had like any they have places reports. like this that like elephants live in when they when they move them from their outside exhibit to the inside. You're literally living in an indoor zoo exhibit. I don't even think elephants would live here. They'd be just like, oh fuck that man. There's no way. I'll just go back to the zoo. Put me back in the zoo exhibit. I don't. <laughs> I'm not gonna live in this fucking garage. Elephant. You know, would. I went to the zoo, the Lincoln Park Zoo, this, this yeah. past week before I moved back here. And um, a decent zoo, free zoo, so it's decent because you know it's free. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know the experience basically solidified my thought that I really do not like seeing apes in general, but definitely not in zoos. Really don't like that. You see too much of yourself in them. That. Yes, it, it it like you see them doing things that I like if I, I go, OK, if I was stuck in a place this size every single day, what would I be doing right now? And then I look in the exhibit and they're doing the same exact thing. Like they're just they just look so depressed and they're just laying in hammocks or like throwing shit for fun. Like. <laughs> You lose your mind. You would lose your mind eventually, you know? Like That's the one that I love. That's what I would expect if I was like a POW somewhere, that I would just start shitting and throwing it for entertainment. Oh, like, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trapped in isolation, so I just start pooping on the ground and then throwing it around. <laughs> right. Like, if nothing else really matters, like, I, I, I would be like, all right, what haven't I done yet? Oh, I know. Uh, laid on my back and tried to pee into my own mouth. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried to do that yet. You yeah, know, the, like besides those things, what the hell do monkeys even do? They probably have all sorts of fun out in the wild. You know, they're probably building muscle and talking building, to other What do you think? They got jungle gold gyms out there that they like, don't have access to in the zoo? They probably do pull-ups for fun. They're swing. Okay, swinging from tree to tree. Yeah, that, that's fair. Like through the Amazon? Yeah, swing it, yes. Like Tarzan style? How sick would that be? God. That, that would like, be one of the coolest things. Oh, I feel like people don't list Tarzan as their, like, wish I was this person candidate. Well, that's because he's a white devil. Oh, fuck. That's right. I forgot mm-hmm. about that part. Yeah, you, you forgot about that. Would oh, you rather classic. be, would you rather do Tarzan swinging on vines through the forest? Or would you rather be Spider-Man swinging on webs through the city? Spider-Man, I, I, I have a very, I love Spider-Man, let's put it that way. So like, <laughs> not like that, I don't have a sexual attraction You guys can't see this, but Mike is hard right now. Mike yes, has an erection. I'm fully erect. It's the optical illusion of the pants, though. It's the pants. Oh, I got these right, new pants. right, right, right. Dude, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, Spider-Man is the shit. I love I think Spider-Man. that's probably the right choice, because, like, there's also no, Nothing really cool going on in the jungle. There's no women walking around. Like, if you're Spider-Man, you could, like, swing by and be like, ladies. Or you could swing by a pizza guy and grab a pizza, and he'd be like, oh, Spider-Man! But if you're in the jungle, it's just like, um, there's a bird. You just got poachers you know? shooting at you all the time, too. Yeah. And you might, you might just, like, you. slide into a cheetah or, like, slide into a, a big yeah. green snake. What's up with those big green snakes? And a, those are always the, supposed the to be, like, constrictors? threatening. 
Oh fuck! Is that what those were? Okay. Uh, there's a lot of green snakes. So well, I, don't I thought, know. yeah, but I thought they were skinnier than boa constrictors. Aren't boa constrictors like massive? Uh, uh there's a whole bunch of snakes. I don't know. You're asking me. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. There's uh, all shout sorts of out! Shout out my childhood neighbor. I don't know if we talked about this yet before. Oh, shout no. out my childhood neighbor, uh, that used to display his. I think it was a boa constrictor in his front yard. Oh, for no. my childhood. Oh yeah. Oh, Wait, like classic. a live, a live yes. boa constrictor. That is correct. It was either a boa constrictor or a python. I can't remember. Python seems maybe too intense. Or no, it might have been an anaconda. An, dude, okay, anacondas had, are the ones that grow to be like thirty feet long. Dude, this thing was massive, massive. I used to walk home from school, and I'd go ahead and walk by the front yard, and he would just have his. I think I literally think it was an anaconda. I'm gonna have to ask my parents. He would have his anaconda just in the front yard, just like slithering around. He'd just be sitting there in like a lawn chair. And I'd be like, oh, yep, that's just a usual Tuesday walking home. So from... he, did he have it on a leash or anything? Or this was just Hell a no. loose snake? Oh, yeah, just a loose snake. Not on a leash. Are you a kidding me? Just, it was just in the front yard. Oh, yes, indeed. What the f- How did that man, like knowing our city, knowing Rocky River and the police here and all the shit that they, like they have nothing going on. How was he, how was that allowed? Matt, How is Matt, he allowed to do that? They need they need to arrest sixteen year olds for drinking alcohol. Was he white? Snakes? Uh, yes. It's okay. Rocky that River. explains it. Yep. That Come explains on. it. Yep. That explains. What it. is that a serious question? That's insane. Yeah. Can you imagine electric. if that snake just like killed someone's dog? What if he killed me? I wasn't. I'm not worried about that. You were fat okay. and big. It would have had to That's be a pretty true. big snake. To he wouldn't even have been able to swallow me. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe would have snapped pretty... me in half. Strike. Dude, imagine imagine if someone's like. Why do you have a snake in your front lawn? He's like, hey, it's either this or I walk outside wearing a robe and nothing else. And those people uh, like, we oh, had another okay. guy like that down the street. I swear <laughs> to God. I'm not even making this shit up. Was I thought you guy. lived in the nice neighborhood, not fucking uh, Wonka it was, land. Hey, it was, it was kind of the streets back then, man. Like, uh, 2000, 2001. No, it was not. What are Dude, you it was talking the streets. about? Streets. Hey, shout out. Shout out North Side of the Track. Someone literally the came out. There was literally a guy that came outside. In a bathrobe and nothing else? No, what he would do is walk around his house naked with all the windows open. Oh, my So, God. like, if you're walking by and you just, like, turn your head and look at a house, he's just like, ah, oh, there's a naked guy in the window. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, buddy. You, you got to keep on your toes out there. Keep your head on a swivel. Jesus. The weir- okay, that's, that's pretty nuts. The weirdest, thing, the weirdest thing that I had in my neighborhood, I've told you about before, but I don't think I've mentioned on the podcast, I'll get to it in a second because I just realized I never painted the picture. That was all you painting the picture of your garage room. I, oh, um, yes. Oh, good. Thank you. Yeah. I'm recording this in my childhood bedroom where I just hung up a sign on the door made, of, made out of printer paper and Sharpie no that says, lost. podcast recording, do not enter or knock. So that's good. That's, you know, establishing boundaries within my, my house. Can you, can you put a, a boy's drool sign underneath that, please? That's already up from when I was twelve. Still up or there. Or are the Justin Girls Bieber drool. Bieber Fever uh, yeah. cutouts from the magazine still up there? Uh, Green Day. Yeah. Oh, nice. Do you still have that mm-hmm. mascara saved? Can you put that back on? Uh, I might. I'll have to check. Are you gonna wear that checkered skirt again that you wore in high school? All right, Mike. This is supposed to be secret. Right. Back to your house. Yeah. Right. Back to your living. Yeah. I, anyway, it's just my childhood room. It's it's not very big. It's it's about as big as my studio was in Chicago. But the entire house is uh, made of paper mache. Nice. So anything that's said in one room on this floor can be heard in every single room on this floor. So, uh, you know, 
let your mind wander. Think about what you will. Um, any noise that's made, any sound, anything anyone says, this entire podcast can be heard by the rest of my family. So, you know, that's fun. That's always fun having that kind of privacy and those kind of boundaries in, um, in a home when you're, you know, in your late 20s. Yeah. Isn't that the it's, dream? It's cool. Yeah. I think everyone aspires to be in this situation at some Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you don't set yourself up for success at the age of 27 unless you're living in a garage or moving back in with your parents. Yeah. So we're, 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 all we're trying to say is we're doing fine. We're doing yeah. fine. Yeah. We're doing yeah. fine. Mental you know who may not be doing never fine? Never been better. Oh, wait. I was supposed to tell a story about my neighbors, wasn't I? Uh, you can if you want. Yeah. I don't know how excited your neighbors are, but you can. No, they're gone. They moved. Uh, oh. I had these weird ass neighbors. I won't, I won't tell it too long. Maybe it will make that. Maybe we'll make that a Patreon story, the story of the Dantes. But I had two neighbors, or I had I had these neighbors. The father's name was Dante. The son's name was Dante. The mom's name, I just called her Dante, too. I don't nice. even know if she had a name. She was, like, a very docile, like, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, just kind of served, like, just served the husband and was like, I am here to serve. That's uh, how I saw it. She might have yes. been a famous scientist or something, but I don't know. Maybe a little, like, Mad Menny a little bit? Yeah, yeah, so it was a little like that. Um, but they were really weird. They were a weird ass family. Um, they did all sorts of weird stuff, but the weirdest I mean, was their name's Dante. That's, that's a, a first red flag. <laughs> right. Right. And, and one of the weirdest things they did was like one week they got a puppy and I remember our whole family was like, Oh, the Dante has got a puppy. That's kind of, uh, kind of weird for them. We don't really see them <laughs> being like a dog family. And then a couple days later, there was like a weird a teepee. A uh, thing made out of large sticks and leaves and things erected oh. in their backyard with like a stone slab underneath it. And we were like, oh, there's the Dantes. Cause they used to build all sorts of weird shit in their backyard. They like, were just like, okay, like, I guess they work for the nature center. So they're allowed to be weird nature people. Sure. Okay. And then so they erected this like uh, sacrifice teepee or whatever. And then a couple of days later, the puppy was completely gone, never to be seen again, and the entire teepee was taken down. So I don't know what happened, but I do know that it scared the shit out of us. And we were uh, kind of like, Was the teepee oh. ever on fire? You know, I did notice a glow coming from over there late one night, but I can't confirm or deny anything. Do we need to have a search warrant executed for the Dante's home? No, we need I mean, to put out a red notice for the Dantes. It's too late now. I think they're long gone. Now there's there's two lesbians and two dogs that live next door, and they seem pretty nice. But two uh, separate couples at different homes. No, no, it's it's uh, one of the lesbians married to one of the dogs. The other lesbians married to the other dog. Oh yeah, okay. My, I'm very sorry. That was very insensitive for this me. This is a very progressive neighborhood here. You're yeah, forgetting. That's you're forgetting my bad. That. Yeah, sorry guys. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh that was the Dantes, which um. You know, maybe maybe on a Patreon episode I'll go a little more in depth, but that's that's the environment that I'm I'm in currently, which is you know which is always nice. I um I did notice this today, so you know being back in the suburbs, especially a midwestern suburb, people are generally more friendly. Oh. So, you know, I was on a run today, and this guy was also on a run, and as he ran by me, he was like, "Hey," like said hello, and I'm used to running in Chicago now, where you know. If you run and someone says something to you, you run faster because... Yeah, or they like call you a fat piece of shit. Right, well, they're either going to try to stab you or rob you or, mm. you know, it's not, no, nothing good is ever being said to you in public in Chicago. Mm. Okay, yeah, fair. Um, 
and and as a you know as a story of that, we're you know we're my dad's used to living in the suburbs, so he's in Chicago with me before we moved back, and we're walking around, and this guy's walking a dog in front of us, and the dog. I guess I didn't even look at the dog because again, I don't. I try not to make eye contact with anything when I'm in mm-hmm. a city. And the dog, I guess, was smiling or something, or looked like he was smiling at my dad or whatnot. So my dad, who's also hard of hearing, so whenever he he speaks, generally it sounds like he's shouting. Right. My dad just shouts something at this man walking his dog in Chicago. He's like, "Hey, Los Angeles!" And this guy like recoils a bit and turns towards us, and he's like. What? My dad's like, your dog's smiling at me. And I'm just, he's like, oh, oh yeah, he smiles at everybody. And then just like very quickly crosses the street. And I'm like, dad, you can't talk to people in public here. It does not a thing. Like you do not, you do not, especially because we were behind him on the sidewalk. Like that's, that's, a, that's the biggest no-no there is. Like he could have turned around, we just stabbed him in the chest. He's like, yes. He could have just maced just like, you. Yeah, I was like, dude, dude, don't, don't open your mouth. Don't say anything to anyone here, at all, ever again. So, you know, you live and you learn. But life in the city, man, sure is different from life in the suburbs. You know. Yes, that's very that that is extremely true. I currently live in the uh, part of town where everybody just parks their cars on their front lawn. Um, <laughs> So, they, so the nice part of town. Yeah, right. Exactly. The schools are fantastic. Great schools. The nice part of town. Right. Yeah. Uh, they have driveways, um, but there's either <laughs> other cars in, the in there yeah. or there's just random shit on the driveways. Oh, so okay. they just park uh, on the front yard or uh, I was riding my bike a little bit the other day. They'll just park on a sidewalk. Just, yeah. <laughs> just pull up the car, the tree lawn, on the sidewalk and. Then to the right of me, I have like a pretty kind of service road highway. I'm like, oh, this is great. So I need to, I guess I'm kind of a, a bike jackass. I guess you could call it when I actually do cycle. Um, mm. I, I kind of do understand sometimes why people hate cyclists while what do you I'm do? cycling. What do you do? Well, it's just, it's difficult to navigate the road with other cars and not get angry at them. And I just imagine that the cars are extremely angry with me inside of the car yeah absolutely and I, I i had i had two opposite experiences so i had i had biked earlier in the week and got mad at a couple cars for like not paying up enough attention and almost hitting me and then later in the week i was driving around and i almost hit this other guy and i actually think it wasn't my fault it was a difficult little like intersection <laughs> of a merger he almost and he was like guy. he like freaked out at me i was like all right you fucking asshole jack off so i get it i get it yeah i i that's kind of like the perpetual struggle i don't know if it'll ever be solved is bikers versus drivers because i when i bike in the street and people get super close i'm like what the fuck fuck you i'm I'm on a bike you trying to kill me or something yeah and then two days ago i was driving a moving truck through chicago and there's just this slow fat ass on a bike kind of just in the middle of not even near the bike lane, just kind of in the middle of the road. Uh, and I, I couldn't steer the moving truck around it. So I just had to go behind suck. this slow fucking guy for a couple blocks. And I was just like, man, he deserves to get run over. Like, he, you deserve guys. to get killed. Yeah, so it's just one of those things, I think, until every city has, like, a designated bike path, which a lot of them are doing. Yeah, yeah but, Austin's getting that going, which is, when you, we have one of those, it's fantastic. Yeah, but until until... 
that happens, I don't, you know, it's, it's a perpetual struggle between bikers and, and drivers. And I've seen, yeah. yeah, I think everyone, most, well, some people haven't seen both sides. You have people that like, haven't ridden a bike in their life ever and only mm-hmm. drive and they don't get it. And then you have people mm-hmm. that are like way too hard on the bike hardo scale. And they're like, I should be able to stop my bike, pull down my pants and take a shit in the middle of the street if I want mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to respect that. Cause I'm a biker. And those people should like uh, the good news is most of those people do eventually get killed by a car, but Dude, it's kind of oh, yeah, that's kind of like a yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, in Chicago, the kid who played the drummer in uh in School of Rock got killed riding his bike. I thought he I thought he OD'd. I didn't realize that's how he died. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, he overdosed. That was on very biking. assumptive of me. You yeah, yikes. no, he um, but he was <clears throat> he uh, he was looking a little bit bigger. So um, that just sounds like a cyclist. Don't yeah. you feel like? Don't you feel like all cyclists are like, "Wow, you're riding a bike, but you're kind of fat. Dude. Shouldn't you be skinnier since you're Dude. a cyclist?" Dude, one hundred and fifty percent. I think that yeah. about cyclists and the fake cyclists, the people that do like cycle bar classes. Oh, bro! I, don't even get me started. I don't understand because I I did cycle bar for a couple months when I first moved to Chicago. Okay, and it's a good workout. Yeah. Like you're sweating, you're panting, you're working hard, you're burning a lot of calories. Mm-hmm. But then I look at half the people that do it and they're still all overweight. And I'm like, what the fuck's the disconnect here? What's going yeah. on? What are you yeah. doing? And then I realize that a lot of them are women. <clears throat> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I would just like to clarify this is the part of the podcast where mike is stepping out of the conversation go ahead mike go ahead matt no it, it regardless of the gender of the person yeah. but but cycling classes well, usually, are heavily yeah. weighed you know 80 20 you know yeah you know. yeah yeah um i don't think they have any idea how to control their diet at all maybe i think is that hard to say is that bad to say i don't um, think that's bad to say it's gotta like, be something it can't just be all people say like and i'm i know that this is definitely a factor just with how some people's bodies are it's like some it's just how their bodies are you know it's harder to lose weight or keep weight yeah off metabolism like, differ bruh. yeah i have i have a slower metabolism yeah uh i always have but i don't use that as an excuse to be like oh that's why even though i cycle five times a week i'm not losing any weight or you know i'm still gaining weight i think like if you're he- if you're happy and healthy at your size great i'm not trying to shame that whatever yes but like uh you're getting bigger or you're or if you if you ever complain to me about your weight or anything and then you cycle 3 or 4 days a week uh and you're not losing weight here's the deal mm-hmm. you eat like shit mm-hmm. you eat like shit you drink like shit your diet is shit mm-hmm. it's shit Mm-hmm. I don't. I have, a, I have a bad metabolism. Even I, I can lose weight when I, I want to lose say, weight. It's all diet related, exercise related, and it has to go hand in hand. You can't cycle four times a week and then go eat, have fifteen mimosas at brunch every Saturday, and have a cheese pizza for dinner three nights a week. Hey, what the fuck? What do you think's gonna happen? Fat ass. You're only burning maximum like what five, a thousand calories. Like you can't eat just because you're burning a thousand calories doesn't mean you can eat five thousand in a day. Do I math. Will say, it's math. Yeah, I, it is easy to let your diet get away, though. The amount of dairy oh, that yeah. I've been oh, eating yeah. in the past two weeks has been frightening. 
Oh yeah, I mean I've been moving this past week. I've just been eating like shit. I don't I don't remember the last time I had a vegetable. I I don't even I don't know. I don't know the last oh. time I had a vegetable was. I if you need you need the vegetable a meal rule. That's a good little Pavlik quip. The vegetable a meal rule. Every meal you eat, you should have a vegetable. That's cute. It's very cute. I I like it. It's yeah, going to be on my tombstone. Here lies be... Mike Pavlik. He died of Parkinson's. Every... He, died of, he died of scurvy because Ugh. he only ate vegetables every yeah. meal. Yeah. Okay. Here lies here lies sailor Mike Pavlik. He tried <laughs> to make it to Spain on a hand-built sail ship. Sail but he ship. Forgot, but he forgot to pack any oranges. He packed a bunch of vegetables, but he didn't pack any oranges. So he got scurvy and died, and his limbs broke from the inside. That sounds brutal. That sounds fucking brutal. 1993 to 2047. That's what's uh, that that's, math? I don't. That's that's too much. That's too many. I live to be like 54. 54. 54. Yes. That sounds about right. That's not a bad life, honestly. That's, yeah, that sounds pretty good. At that point, I already probably want to die. So especially if, I, if I'm just dying, that'll be fine. A little bit of a brutal way to do it, but I know. I think sailboat to nowhere is a great way to go. Feed the fish. You have Dude, some fun sailing. I, that just sounds like a slow death, though. Like, what if things go bad, and then you're like old man in the sea? Well, uh, get bring, get a boat with a cannon. Shoot yourself out of the cannon. But then you're just drowning. Or are you oh. saying you you explode with the cannon? Load and your the body cannon. Parts yeah, load blow. the cannon okay. with a cannonball, and then get it. Oh, no. okay, okay. I see. Then Dude. you just burst into you know like chum for the fish. Yeah. Okay. I think That's that would be cool. a good way to go. I mean, there might be. There might be better ways, but I guess it's not probably yeah. the worst way. Do you remember those people? I just can't believe I remember this story. You know, it was like maybe, oh gosh, maybe like 10 or even 15 years ago, where the people like were lost at sea and ended up being found like nine months after they were lost or something. Did they do you remember each other? some kind of story like that? I don't think they did, shockingly. It wasn't like, oh, do you remember that? Was it English- the people on that sailboat, like that 20-foot sailboat? I thought they were on like an inflatable. They ended up being on an inflatable when they found them. I don't know. This happens all the time. Yeah, weirdly like. enough. It's uh, what are some other things that just happen all the time? And you're like, well, well, besides the obvious. Yeah, we'll not have to bring up the obvious, but other things like <laughs> like nuclear What's the reactors. Obvious? Go- well, shootings. Oh yeah, yeah. That's kind of like the yeah. The duh. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm trying to think of some other things like the flooding. The flooding is insane right now, dude. Like Germany is oh. getting fucked, apparently. Yeah, I, I, uh, and then we're gonna have another heat dome or something. I mean, my question what? is, Wait, how what? can all What's this heat shit? Dome? It's when like the heat gets stuck, and and it's so hot out that the only like the only reprieve is if you either get or give dome to someone. Oh hell yeah, I, I'm okay. You should look it up. Austin might be affected by the heat dome. Yeah, that sounds. Oh wow, that sounds. I gotta get out more. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, if it's one of the days, they'll they'll put an advisory out. Like, you'll get an Amber Alert-style thing on your phone and be like, heat dome, heat dome, and then you can just kind of look around. It's, the rule is, like, if you make eye contact with someone and they, you know, they kind of, like, give you the okay, oh. then basically, yeah, they just blow you right then and there. Oh, wow. No, just in the middle of the street? Yeah, and then, and then you'll be surprised at how cooling of an effect it has on you. Yeah, they say saliva actually cools the body 50% faster than actual water yeah yeah, yeah it's, wow. it's pretty I, wild how that works but yeah, yeah. Dude, all this shit's cra- it's fucked and then I, what i don't understand is how do you, how can you see all this stuff happening and then go yeah the climate's in good shape 
I don't know how the flooding works. The flood, I mean, I don't know how that works. I'm not going to go ahead and be like, what's global warming? Well, isn't the, isn't like if you, if you remember the rain cycle at all, you know, higher temperatures evaporate more water, uh, more water in the atmosphere, more condensation, cloud like forming, storms Listen. forming. I mean, that, like a bunch of droughts everywhere too. I know, I know Nevada's got a really bad drought. Right. Like well, yeah, basically anywhere west of uh, like Iowa has a drought. Ah, uh, yeah. Is Iowa to blame? Of course, they suck. Maybe, Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's Iowa's fault. Maybe. But Iowa I mean, I, that's just. Shit. I mean, that's just that's kind of like basic. That's basic rain cycle stuff right there. You know. So yeah. I don't. You know. I don't know how you can look at any of this and be like, no, this is. You know, it also rained ten feet in in uh germany in 1846 and then you're like yeah but it has happened it's been happening for months now like they were like oh no there was a bigger fire in california in 1910 they're like yeah that was that was once this is it's on fire every year now like i don't i don't know what i don't get it but you know that's apparently that's just that that one electrical company's fault i think really (laughs) the anti-climate changers need to or maybe it's the climate changers. I don't know. One of the two groups need to go after just that electrical company. Because, again, they were just like, uh, yeah. Uh, oops. It could have been us. Uh, it could have yeah, been it us. It looks like it might have been us again. Yeah, it's well, like, here's what the, the problem. What, why are you, why do you still exist? Well, right. If you shut them down, though, then nobody gets power. Ah, oh, but that's usually a bad thing. Like, what are you going to do? I think I would like to see what happens if, like half of California, they had just had to shut the power off there. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think yeah. would happen? People would go fucking insane. Yeah, I, dude, I, had, I had a week of what is it? I had a no. yeah. You had the blackout in Austin, but we we had power. We just didn't have water, dude. Not having water for a week. Oh my god, that sucked. Yeah, that was a tough scene. Did you like? Uh, did you set up one of those rain catchers in your backyard to catch some rainwater? I mean, like. We tried, or like the melting snow, we were trying to like catch it in buckets and like we had a uh, a barrel and shit like that, like a big trash can. We tried to do it with that. Oh, Dude, we, we were scooping in snow and putting it, heating it up on the stove and then putting it in our toilet so we could go to the bathroom. It was like Holy straight out of a shit. fucking zombie. Oh, yeah. It was oh a zombie movie. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. It was zombie movie stuff. Dude. That's not. Why wouldn't you just shit outside? Oh, so now it's cool to shit outside. Now I'm able to shit outside. Well, I'm just saying, now, if you gotta now, drink, okay, drink the water, take a shit outside. I don't get, I don't get why well, would you? You know what? Maybe I just so you could flush the toilet. That ago. sounds like a bad use of water. You got no running water, and so you had to you fucking put it in the. T- I would be drinking the water. I wouldn't be using no, it in the toilet. No, you can't. It had a bunch of shit in it. It had like twigs. You boil it. Dirt. You boil it. Did I guess you could have boiled it and then. Uh, you light a fire or whatever no our stove worked oh yeah you light a fire boil the water and drink it yeah well we had a boil notice we also had to do that as well and then our water had to be (laughs) turned off so actually we we didn't even have any water what the hell this is when i lived at home well then we had to turn off our water because our pipes burst in the garage because our landlord thought it would be a good idea to put the washer and dryer in the garage that was fucking stupid Okay, so maybe California without power would be a bad thing because yeah, I mean, if we want to maybe just like saw off California and then push it off into the Pacific and then yeah. turn its power off, that sounds like a cooler idea. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like it would it would devolve into absolute anarchy within a few days because you know people already sh- people are already shitting outside there all the time. Imagine if 
millions more had to. That would be excruciatingly bad. Oh. All right. Um, I think it's time we breach the subject in everyone's mind, thing that everyone's been talking about all day. You know what it is. Of course. It's the Cleveland Guardians. Mm, yes. The Indians' new name, so graciously thought of and brought to us by Tom Hanks, our benefactor, a true Clevelander, if you will. Yeah, he never moved out. Still lives there. Yep, never moved out. Still lives in the Great Lakes Theater. People forget that. Mm -hmm. And unlike that traitor LeBron James, he never left. Mm -hmm. Tom Hanks has never even left the state of Ohio, except once when he went to Australia. And guess what? He got COVID. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Remember Tom Hanks was the first person to get COVID? Yep, last time he ever leaves Cleveland. I know yep. that. He was like, I'm never leaving again, or whatever the fuck he sounds like. Yep. The one time I leave and I almost die of a lung shriveling virus. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, so I they announced I still don't understand that. Why why was he why was he narrating that? Oh, because he's he spent three summers in Cleveland uh working at the Great Lakes Theater doing like Shakespeare and allegedly he, while he was here for those three summers, he developed a strong affinity for the Cleveland Indians. Now here's the thing. That is something that I would say on like a local radio show or talk show that I'm on. Like if I'm promoting a movie or anything in Cleveland, if someone was like, Hey, so you spent, Three years in Cleveland. Did you did you like anything here? That I would be like, uh, yeah. What's the baseball team called? The Indians. The Indians. Yeah, yeah. I lo- I really like the Indians. Like it just sounds like something you completely pull out of your ass to be like, yes. hey, I want to make people in this city like me. I'm America's favorite actor. Actor Tom Hanks. And then Cleveland, which we always do this stuff, which is why celebrities hate coming here. We take those straws, those little straws, and we go. We hold them up like they're, it's like the emperor's new clothes. We go, oh my God, it's beautiful. Tom Hanks loves Cleveland. He's basically one of us, one of us. And Tom Hanks is like, what the fuck did I even say? What did I do? You have to imagine he's terrified of coming here because he's just like, what the fuck? What did I say or do that makes these people love me so much? We do that all the time. Anyway, um. I mean, we did the same thing with Charlie Sheen. Remember when we were in the had our World Series run? Yeah. And Charlie Sheen flew into town because because uh, of uh, the movie. What the fuck's the movie? Major uh, League. Major League. He was also like supposed to die around that time frame, right? Wasn't that when he was like dying? Yeah, he, like, but he flew HIV, into town, and and I was like... I happened to be working at the private little small airport that he flew into. And it was immediately swarmed by every single media person in within an hour of Cleveland. And they just swarmed. And you could tell this guy, he's like, I just flown in on a private plane to a small airport and just wanted to go watch a baseball game. And everyone was like, Charlie, Charlie, what do you think of this? Charlie, is it nice to be back in Cleveland? Charlie, are you going to eat anywhere in Cleveland? Charlie, what do you think of Cleveland? Charlie, what do you think is going to win the game today? And he's just like, I'm just here to watch the Indians bring home a W. And they're like, oh my God, Charlie Clean, Charlie Sheen really does love Cleveland. Charlie Sheen loves us all. So, and I was just like, what the fuck? If I was a celebrity and someone did that, it would be like, I'm never coming back here again, ever. You don't think that just happens in every city for them? I'm sure it does, but like I, every little thing I hear about a celebrity, remember when like Matthew McConaughey filmed a movie here and then 
He said he like liked the house he was renting. And people were like, is Matthew McConaughey going to buy a house in Cleveland? People do always jump to that conclusion. I was like, Matthew McConaughey would rather shoot himself in the head before buying a house in Cleveland. What the fuck are you talking about? Like we jump. I'm sure a lot of cities do it, but we like we jump to the biggest conclusion immediately with celebrities. People kept on saying that Kim Kardashian, it was Kim Kardashian lived in my neighborhood. And then it was also uh, the Guardians, VP of Baseball Operations, apparently lived in my neighborhood. I'm like, dude, I have, no one's living in that house. That house is blatantly <laughs> vacant. No How the said. fuck does no anybody own? Listen. Like nobody, that house is, it's not even done being built. There's Instead literally a for haunted sale house. Site. No, there's no haunted house stories in Cleveland. It's always stories about, oh, that house there? Yeah. Uh, Rick Moranis from, from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids lives in that house. Yeah. It's like, what, who are you just like making these lies up? There's enough crazy people in Cleveland to oh, just for sure. make up lies like that. Though. Absolutely. So, absolutely. I so, won't put so, it past them. What do you, what do you think of, uh, what do you think of the Guardians? Uh, I don't think it's bad. I think that we could have done better, but, um, I like how it has the, just the tie to Cleveland, you know, with, the uh, the bridge and everything and, the and there's history there, which I think is super cool. Uh, what's, what's the history? Do you know, do you know anything about, do you know what the bridge is called? I don't think anyone does. It's the Hope Memorial Bridge. No yeah, one knows okay, that. No one knows that. that. All right, no who am I talking to? My fucking dad? I don't need this. Sorry, I didn't get the bridge right. Do you know what it crosses at least? Uh, the river. What river? Cuyahoga River. Yeah, okay. Let's fucking go, people! Okay. And then, do you know what streets it connects? Uh, Euclid, Ontario? No. No. Carnegie Actually, and I'm pretty sure Euclid, Ontario intersect. Um, no, Lorraine and Carnegie. Okay, okay, okay. So we're, I mean, I didn't know most of this either, you know? But, like, here's the thing. Most people probably don't know that stuff. So it's like, oh, okay, yeah, everyone's seen a picture of those things, but that's where the understanding ends. Like, that, yeah, it's historic. Well, I, know, like, I, know, I know the Guardian statues. I know that. And it's right, like a, and that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, like, that's all And it's like knows. the protector of transportation. I know that is, there's cars in those. Is that what it is? Yeah, I'm pretty positive. It's the I protector thought. of transportation. Okay. I thought, do not, you know me good enough to know to always no, look I could, at what I, could I say that. with a questionable eye. That's just, I mean, that just kind of makes it even more sad that I thought it was just like, oh, people just called them the guardians because they, you know, were guarding the size of the bridge. If they're actually guarding, like if they're supposedly allegedly guarding transportation, that's, that's a little more sad in my eyes. It's like, oh yeah, these are. These are the guardians of our cars. Yeah, that's a cool name. Well, I know, that, I know that there's, fucking... there's like cars. There's cars carved into the statue. So there's some kind of a car. Yeah. Uh, well. Component there or transportation component there. I don't know. I'm going to I don't know. Did, did you have any ideas for the name that you really liked? I mean, not like from my own brain. I thought that the spiders were cool, but then I was thinking about, to, how, about it today. And I don't know, I don't think I would have liked just spiders. I think I would have wanted, like, maybe a specific spider. Is that just giving spiders kind lobs? of a bad rap? Are we the just attacking lobs? spiders? Spiders no, help I mean, with insects a lot. I thought spiders was okay. You know what I think the problem with spiders is? Um, 
a lot of people are like deathly afraid of spiders. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. you know, like right, deathly afraid. Right, and I could I could already kind of picture like they had a you know you know how they always do the little video clips on the board when like something random happens like oh pop out or whatever it is and they'll put like a little movie clip where someone says something or something happens. If we were the spiders, I could see them putting up like clips of of spiders from like Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings or whatever, oh, and people uh, yeah. would freak the ah. fuck out. Could you imagine yes. that, dude? I bet that is definitely a reason why they did not do that. Yeah, imagine they did a focus group. There's like 12 people sitting in a room and they're like, what do you think of spiders? And one person's just like, ah! 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 And they're like, okay, noted. 100%. Yeah. 100% agree with you. Yeah. So I, I think, um, I, I think, I think it was, uh, it was an okay name, but I'm sure there were reasons they didn't pick that. I thought, you know, I thought they just should have went for the lulls and, gone with like cleveland steamers i thought that would have been, like try to really sell it for families and people as like the big steamers and boats that come through Ooh, the city yeah, yeah. but everyone knows what it's really about yeah you know yes i thought that would have been a cool name. that logo would have been sick for Just more the big... mainstream logo and then also the black market logo yeah, would have both logos. been awesome yeah, yeah. You got the big boat coming through a red, red, white, and blue boat coming under the bridge or something. You know, it could have been coming under the bridge with the Guardians on it, you know, something like that. Right. And then... The Steamboat Guardians? Are, are we just going to, like, really take it crazy now? No, I'm just saying it would have been, been cool. Yes, yes. To have that in the logo. But, and then, and then the Black Market shirts would have just been, you know, like Chief Wahoo... <laughs> Oh yeah, ben- bending over and shitting on someone's chest. Oh yeah. You know? Well, we'd have to figure out who that someone would be, though. I don't know. Oh, it's... we could do it. Slider. It's got to be Slider. Slider's got to be the one getting a Slider's yeah. getting his chest. It's got to be Slider. Wahoo's shitting on Slider's <laughs> chest. That's it. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, it wouldn't be uh, the most ridiculous thing I've seen on a T-shirt for the Indians. That's for no, sure. No, all you got to do is you walk ever to seen a game. some of these like custom. Did you ever see, it was really prevalent in the 90s when we were good, but like just some of the custom printed Indian shirts that people used to get made? Oh yeah, of course. Like, not good. I have one, I mean, I don't have one. I may have seen one Mm, Right. in the archives that has Chief Wahoo just pulling his pants down to reveal just a, a, a racistly red ass. With the New York Yankees logo on it. And someone someone printed that on a large t-shirt, probably hundreds of them, and sold them around town at some point in the 90s. Oh, yeah. And I saw that at a thrift shop, and I was like, you have to be fucking kidding me. There's yeah. some crazy shit out there. Nobody even bats an eye. No, not at all. Those are always the best, though. You're walking into the game with your dad. You're like seven years old. That's like kind of probably your first exposure to adult material. Oh yeah, Chief Wahoo just like fucking the the Mister Met. Yeah, or like Big Ben is a rapist. You're just like, what, Dad? What's up? Oh, rapist? the Browns. The Brown stuff is is crazy. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, football yeah. football stuff in general is like a league above baseball well, stuff. Everybody's sure. got CTE, including the fans. So everybody just <laughs> yeah. is is psychotic and one break away from like murdering their entire street of neighbors so oh yeah 
Oh, yeah. I mean, there's the things you see at the Muni lot, like, and people bring their children there. That's what, like, I don't, people bring their children to the Muni lot. And I'm like, is this just because you want to get drunk? And, like, you don't, you, you can't afford a babysitter? You can afford brown season tickets and the beer you're holding, but you can't afford a babysitter, so you're going to bring your eight-year-old to the Muni lot to see a man bong a beer out of a mannequin dressed like Baker Mayfield's butt? Like, what the fuck? A man with a pumpkin on his head? Not a fake pumpkin. A real, a real pumpkin, pumpkin. just carved out, and he's holding it on his head. Just 50,000 men urinating anywhere they can find. Yeah, well, that's actually me. That's, that's, that would actually be me. Oh, of course. Everyone's just pissed wherever in the Muni lot. I mean, you yeah. gotta go, you gotta go, but. I mean, some, seems... the, the, those are our little pieces of the Coliseum. Those are where humans can be truly off the leash. Okay, so if you had to rank the teams now, we'll go with um, the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Guardians, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, what's the hockey team? The Monsters? Yes. They're, they're just what? The Lake Erie Monsters now? Or wait, no, they're the Cleveland Monsters? I'm not even certain. I think they're the Cleveland Monsters. I don't do minor league stuff. That's and no, I don't play that game. And you know, I don't know if you know this, but as of March this year, the Cleveland Crunch have officially returned as a team. Is that an indoor soccer team? Yes. Is it okay? And wow. I I used to see them when I was little. I don't know why, but they're back. They're back, baby. Uh, where 19, are they playing? They play um in Cleveland somewhere. Okay, but we'll throw them. We'll throw them in there. So yeah. we have we have the Crunch, Monsters, Cavaliers, Guardians, and Browns. What do you think is the best? What do you think is the worst? Just on team standpoint, yeah. or no, 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 on names. We're talking names oh, here. Jeez, right. No, I'm just saying, I mean, uh, it's kind of a tough scene. No, I mean, I don't want to, I'm not going to shit on my own city, but like, I'm just asking you to rank. I know, I'm trying to think. I, dude, I honestly think. This is, this podcast isn't made for thinking, it's made for speaking. Okay, the first thing, honestly, just, just from a straight team name standpoint, I think Cavaliers would be the best right now. Yeah. Uh, Then it would be, if they can get the logo shit together for guardians yeah. holy shit was the logo bad oh my god that little baseball thing with like, i was the flash trying... flash mask on it or whatever the dude fuck? i was trying to talk myself into it this morning like pre-noon time frame that it wasn't that bad and then it soaked <laughs> in a little bit more over like past noon and i was like this wouldn't even get an a in like a middle school art class project this is so oh it's terrible it's so bad it's so bad yeah. Like, they somehow took font that was, like, adequate and fine. Nothing really special, but looked really good for what we had from an Indian standpoint. And then was like, how do we make this font look worse? Yeah. And, man, they hit that one out of the park. I don't even... They shouldn't have changed any of the logo stuff, like, the font stuff that we currently had. Just change no, the I, name. No, I, I, I hated that they just went ahead and swapped Indians and Guardians out for the font and lettering setup. I thought that was, like such a lack of effort it it was painful 
Hey, it's it like you. Why would you not like maybe make something more gothic, like gothic lettering or something, or maybe more like bolded lettering that's flat? I think that would look better for a, a guardian. You you think he was like a a stationary object? You put this diagonal lettering. Yeah. Oh, don't. I, 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 we've seen fuck? it. We've seen it. I don't need. I know. Yeah, it's I, just fucked I, up. I don't want to get unhinged right now. But oh my god, it was so it's bad. Yeah. It's so terrible. I'll, I'm gonna go, for that reason. Fuck them. I'm gonna go Cavaliers, Browns, Guardians, um, Crunch Monsters. Fuck it. I'll go Crunch Monsters. Yeah. Why not? I don't even know what a crunch is. Maybe they'll give all fans <laughs> Crunch Bars. That's though, what I'm hoping. The Crunch Bar. Yeah. Yeah. That give seems me the Crunch like a Bar. And you've got. Mm-hmm. What was the snack that our friend had? Crunchums, crunchum munchums. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? Uh, you know what makes me upset is the the Cleveland Cavaliers. Like everything they reference is a Musketeers thing. I don't necessarily know the difference between a Cavalier and a Musketeer. Musketeer. Yeah. But I do know that like the outfits and saying all for one, one for all. Like that's all. That's all from the Three Musketeers. And I think, they, like, I think people were just dumb enough to be like, oh, yeah, that's that French, that's that <laughs> French book. Yeah, these guys are from that French book. Is that, is all for one, one for all from the Three Musketeers? Yeah, it's like, oh, a, yeah. he, like, made, I don't, I mean, I think it was a Latin phrase originally, but he popularized the phrase mm. in that, in that book. And then the cabs are just like, yeah, we'll fucking, yeah, we'll stay. People are like, yeah, Cavalier, Musketeers, I ain't different. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, maybe they are the same. I don't actually know the difference, but. What, another, what... what another lack of effort. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're just like, oh, all right. So Cleveland Cavaliers sounds good. It has alliteration. What do we know about Cavaliers? And some guy was just like, uh, they're French. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. So they like had those hats and the mustaches and they say, oh, for one, one for all. And the guy was just like, um, yes. We've yes, got they it. do. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Browns are the best. I do, too. No I'm reason just, to I mean, ever change the Browns, ever. No, we're not offending anybody. No. Elves don't exist, so we're good there. Unless Brownie the Elf? I, I, never, I never understood why they don't do more with Brownie the Elf. I agree. I never understood that either. Is it because he's a bitch? That could be. And it's a that tough it's supposed well to be a be. tough sport. And he's he's literally the definition of a bitch if you look at him. But then they try to make him tough by just turning him into a skeleton. And they're like, why? That's what you do for anything. If you want to make it tough, you just turn it into a skeleton. They should have poised even his stances. Ah. I don't want to Dude. say anything controversial here. I mean it's an elf, so I mean how bad could it get, right? Who is who is the elf from uh a uh a year without a Santa Claus? Yes, uh, the dude, uh, the dude who wants to work on teeth. Yeah. Uh, damn, I always forget his name. You remember, you remember when I used to want to be a dentist? And that's what you called <laughs> yes. me. Oh my! That's what I used to call you. What was it? What it was a like uh, fucking random Hermie? moment in my life. Is it Hermie? I think it, it was Hermie. Hermie. I think it is Hermie. I think it is Hermie. <laughs> it's definitely Hermie. Yep, yep. God damn! I wanted to work on. Fucking that was teeth. your my your contact in my phone forever was Hermie. <laughs> Golly, man! Uh, he he maybe had a little bit of a thing for Cornelius. Oh yeah, Him big and Cornelius might have been mm-hmm. big time. I think there was a gay relationship going on that entire. Yeah, Cornelius seems like one of those guys that is like insecurely masculine when he's actually, you know. Yeah, he, he thinks Hermie's pretty cute. 
Oh yeah. Which so so every every you know Brownie the elf is a, is a little bitch and his like typical stance he's drawn in is like the biggest is the lamest stance I've ever seen. Like the snack crackle, crackle and pop guys and the Keebler elves look tougher than he does. I'm not even exaggerating. Like he looks like the bitch. He looks like the elf that all the other elves beat up. But imagine if they had put him in like the stance of the fighting Irish leprechaun. That's what what stance what stance is that? He's it's like the side view of the uh leprechaun like boxing. He has his hands up like he's about to kick your ass. Oh yeah. My dad uh, has a tattoo down his arm. Total uh such a, such an Irish thing. Just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're we're a leprechaun and we And we're gonna kick we, your we, ass. Yeah, and and we <laughs> assault people. That's what we do. <laughs> Oh, you got a problem with we me drink being a leprechaun? Too much alcohol. I'll kick your ass. We, yeah, we drink too much alcohol. We work hard jobs at the port, and we beat the fuck out of people that don't really deserve it. Yeah. What did you say to me? I didn't say nothing. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, that'll tell you to ever, ever not be drunk around me again, you hooligan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, if they made Brownie the Elf look like him, I think that would be, that would be better. Be the thing is, like, Leprechauns are also little bitches. I'm pretty sure leprechauns just a, a species of elf. Yeah. So like a, inherently, a, they're bitches. You know, they're just a descendant of Rapunzel or not Rapunzel, Rumpelstiltskin. They're just fucking Rumpelstiltskin's yeah. great 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 grandson. Exactly. And and they see and then they, and then they took they took a bitch ass leprechaun. They make him look tough. So I think I think if they if they toughen up Brownie a little bit. He could be all over our shit. That'd be kind of cool. It'd be kind of cool to have. I know everyone likes the plain brown helmets or whatever, but like have a game where he's on one side of it or something or on the back of it or I don't know. Put him somewhere just once would be kind of cool. But what Jesus are, Christ, just don't let whatever design company that did the Cleveland Guardians logo, don't let them anywhere near that fucking design because they will yeah. wreck it. That company needs to be raided by ICE and deported immediately. Dude, I don't sick. even care. I don't even care if they're citizens. <laughs> they're all citizens. Deport, fucking deport, deport them. Send them to Haiti. I, uh, it was funny because I, when they dropped the logos and everything this morning, I tagged all the local t-shirt companies and I was like, this literally looks like it was designed by an intern at a local Cleveland, uh, a local t-shirt company. And immediately the Cleveland clothing company gets back to me and they're like, this was not us. This was probably their in-house design team or an agency they work with. And I was just dying because they just wanted to distance themselves from it immediately. They were like, yeah, if this was our design, we'd tell you, but absolutely not. It was blatantly obvious that it was shit. Well, you know, uh, you know, now this is officially a sports podcast, so thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah, I'm uh, sure that's definitely what our, what our women uh, listeners wanted. They want to hear about monkeys throwing poop in zoos and uh mike indians mike you have to remember no women listen to this show that's actually a pretty good point and if women listen to this they're definitely not women who are going to sleep with you oh that's or fine. me so oh, it doesn't yeah, I'm matter i'm not worried about that it doesn't <laughs> that's matter okay if there's we're, we're, what episode is this i don't even know 17 17 yeah i think it's 17 if we're 17 episodes in and there's a woman listening to this podcast that's not your mother or related to me in some way, yeah, that is remarkable. I applaud them, and they should be given some sort of award that women are given. What do, what do, what do women get? Like the, the golden 
uh, oven mitt. What do they? What do they give? What do they give women? What's the women award they give out? I'd just like to clarify that was a uh, not sanctioned Pavla comment. I do not support that comment. Uh, I'm going to distance myself from that comment. Uh, uh, I don't know. They give them something. There's some kind of big thing where that chick from um, Laura Dern. Laura Dern gives you some kind of award for being mm. a good woman. Or so I think it's got to be Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep, yeah. Meryl Streep's reserved for the best of the best. Yeah, Meryl yeah. Streep should probably give you it. She's the creme de la creme. Uh, it, I feel like if it would be, oh, mm, mm, mm. what? The oven mitt's a good one. The apron is always good, but I use an apron a lot. I'm a big apron guy. Yeah, no, aprons are becoming more unisex now, I think. Dude, they make, they're a great move. I don't understand. Guys were just, I feel like guys were just too stupid. No, guys just didn't cook. To embrace them? Guys didn't cook. Oh, I guess that's true. All the women did the cooking, which is that's why I made the point. joke about the oven mitt. Ladies, no, again, I if they're still listening this far in, they'll understand that was a joke. Yeah, if somebody's listening, if someone's a female gender and listening to episode 17, uh, we're at least doing like 1% of something, right? Yeah, or they, or it's one of those things, like they're one of those type of people where they have all, you know, when people post new stories on Snapchat or Instagram and there's those type of people that have to clear them all out and they have to watch every single one. They're like, I gotta watch all, it's just like some kind of addictive personality thing. It could be one of those people who subscribe to our podcast initially and can't figure out how to unsubscribe and our episodes keep coming up and out of habit, they're like, I have to listen to the episode. And here they are, 17 episodes in, being like, wow, what am I doing with my life? But hey, props to them. And if you have any hot friends, uh, tell them to give us a listen and to comment saying, I liked the last episode on Mike's most recent Instagram post. Yes, and if anybody wants to uh, share the reviews, please comment on my grill Instagram post. Did you did you post anything from the golf trip you were just on? Any pictures? No, I did not. I I don't really see myself posting anything anymore. Why not? Ah, uh, it's kind of exhausting to even think about trying to build a Instagram profile. But but don't mm-hmm. I I think of it more as like don't you want your friends to see what you're doing to know what you're I, up to. I feel like or, they, you know, have an idea that you're alive. Oh, is Mike alive? Oh, I don't know. His last picture did was they, in 2018. I don't know. Did the, hor- did the hornets kill him already? Did yeah, the- I don't know. <laughs> the hornet- last time I heard from Mike, he said hornets were coming into his garage bedroom. I hope he's okay. <laughs> did, did the hornets achieve consciousness and actually have to be able to create a battle plan to be able to fly Michael away and kill him inside of their hornet's nest? That's a possibility. <laughs> That's what you should do for your next Instagram post. It's just make it so weird. Like frame the whole post and caption like it was posted by hornets pretending to be you. Dude, I could I could Instagram live <laughs> the next time a hornet flies into my room and I have to uh, kill it. The last one that I did, it literally took me 15 minutes to kill it because it wouldn't fly. It wouldn't fly out of the door. I kept on trying to make it fly out of the door, and then I had to grab a fly swatter and try to kill it with a fly swatter and. <laughs> I almost dislocated my shoulder because I kept missing the hornet. I couldn't fucking hit the hornet. Literally took me 50. This hornet was huge, too. <laughs> You're huge. fucked. You're fucked. They're, they're, they're going to kill you. You're done. Dude, we're You're good. Done for. We're good. It's not that bad. We're good. All right. All right. Well, um, uh, that's all we got for this week's episode. Mike, Any any uh, want people to follow you anywhere? Any final words? Uh, no, it's okay. You can kind of just uh, leave it at that. Please respect my uh, privacy. Thank you. Yeah, and if you don't hear from him uh, in a week or so, the Hornets may have gotten to him. 
And as they've, always, they've actually adopted me as their Hornet King. I thought that they would kill me, but they actually <laughs> crowned me instead. The Horn Lord. <laughs> yes, I'm now King of the Hornets. That that would be a that'd be a fitting title for you, the Horn Lord. Just stick a needle up my ass, and that's my converted <laughs> Hornet. Hornet. <laughs> Um, all right folks i think that's gonna do it for today if you enjoyed this episode please leave a review and share it with a friend and if you have a suggestion of what we should talk about next time leave it on mike's most recent hornet instagram post thank you all for listening have a great week